A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Tuesday, June 22nd. Former Orange County Executive Ed Diana, most recently a member of the Orange County Industrial Development Agency Board, pled guilty to a charge of conflict of interest in regard to his activities with the IDA. 62-year-old Vincent Casalino of Gardner, the president of Galileo Group, the consulting company that managed the IDA, pled guilty to corrupting government as a felony. He was the former managing director of the IDA. Former IDA CEO, 41-year-old Lori Villasuso, pled guilty to corrupting government as a felony. Diana, a former IDA board member, pled guilty, offering a false instrument and committing a prohibitive conflict of interest. Diana, a former IDA board member, pled guilty to offering a false instrument and committing prohibitive conflicts of interest. District Attorney David Hoover said as far as he's concerned, Casalino is the most culpable of all three. We do not have an embezzlement. We do not have a theft of funds. We do not have missing money. What we have in this case is a pattern of non-disclosed conflicts of interest where these individuals were self-dealing. None of the three faces jail time. However, Casalino must reimburse the IDA $1 million. Villasuso must reimburse the IDA $175,000, and Diana must reimburse the IDA $90,000. Orange County Legislator Jimmy O'Donnell is a retired career state trooper, and it was his initial investigation that ultimately led to the guilty pleas of Vincent Casalino, Lori Villasuso, and Edward Diana in what was called a Ponzi scheme that stole over a million dollars from county residents through the County Industrial Development Agency. Casalino ran the Galileo Group consulting firm that was the managing company for the Orange County IDA. Lori Villasuso was his number two in the company, and the IDA and Diana, a former county executive and Wallkill town supervisor, was a member of the IDA board. While O'Donnell is glad to see those three felony guilty pleas, he would have liked to see the feds involved in the investigation. I've been after uh, the FBI office over in uh, Stewart Airport to get involved since January. Uh, extremely disappointed they didn't get involved. They're white-collar crime. So people are yelling and screaming about defunding the police. So maybe they should defund the white-collar crime over at the FBI office if they're not going to get involved in the biggest white-collar crime in the history of Orange County. O'Donnell also said the state authorities' budget office is nothing more than a poor duplicate of the state controller's office, which was involved in the IDA investigation. He called the ABO a disgrace to public service. A 23-year-old Middletown man was sentenced in Orange County Court on Monday to 13 years in state prison and five years of post-release supervision for shooting two people on September 21, 2020 in Port Jervis. Mario Mateos pled guilty to assault and attempted assault. Port Jervis police responded to the intersection of Barcelo Street and Seward Avenue in Port Jervis on the 21st for a report of shots fired and victims suffering from gunshot wounds. The victims were 16-year-old boys, one of whom suffered a serious gunshot wound to the lower back that required emergency surgery. The other suffered a gunshot wound to the arm. A search warrant executed at Mateos's home recovered a firearm. The DA's office had recommended a 15-year prison sentence. Four officers and a sergeant needed to be treated at two area hospitals 
after being violently attacked by a 20-year-old inmate at the medium security Fishkill Correctional Facility last week. He's serving a six-year sentence on a 2019 assault conviction in Wayne County. He had stabbed a 32-year-old man several times during an assault. While awaiting trial in Wayne County Jail, he attacked and injured three corrections officers. One officer and a female sergeant suffered broken noses in the Fishkill prison attack. The Valley Central School District and district officials did not ensure information technology systems were adequately secured and protected, a controller's audit found. The audit found that the district did not monitor compliance with the district's computer acceptable use policy, did not have a contingency plan to recover in the event of a significant service interruption, and did not physically control access to or establish environmental controls over the server room. Stay updated with local news all day online at MidHudsonNews.com. I'm Hank Gross.